Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Thinking about your next getaway. Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at Stanoline.ie. Hello, good evening, and welcome to fifth, somewhere, sixth, eighth, eighth, eighth episode of Castology. <laughs> well done, Pat. Professional. Good I am one of your hosts, Patrick Shearer, and with me are Liz Best and Zane C. Weber. And we will be reviewing and recommending podcasts for you as we do every episode. Uh, as it is Castology, the podcasting podcast. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well yes, done. it is. It was good. Congratulations yes, on your first open. Hooray. Thank you. <laughs> I'll do the close too. Oh, okay, cool. Are yeah. you going to keep the app running through the middle? Though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, I mean, they you know, run you guys, themselves. we, oh, yeah, we jump in, we help each other out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Zane it's will give you a lot of gestures paradise. off, you know, off mic to yeah. tell you to hurry up. So last episode, we gave each other some recommendations. I recommended that you guys listen to Sam Harris's uh, formerly Waking Up, Now Making Sense. Liz, you recommended... This is Love. This is Love with... Phoebe Judge. Phoebe Judge. This is Love. love. (laughs) And Zane, you recommended... I recommended Flash Forward. You did. I did. So where would we like to begin? I would like to know what you think about... Flash Forward. Good, because I liked Flash Forward and I want to tell you about it. You do that. You yeah. go, Patrick. Yeah, you can you do gave, anything. You gave me the episode uh, which was about living under the sea, I believe. I did, yes. Yeah, so what do they call those people? Not astronauts, but aquanauts. Aquanauts. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a really compelling podcast. This is exactly the sort of thing that I'm into because it talked about um, previous programs that were happening alongside the space program where mm-hmm. they were trying to get people to live under the sea. Um, so it's, you know, a little brief slice of history that usually goes under the rug and people don't know anything about. And now I learned about it. And now I know. And also what could potentially happen in the future if we wanted to explore that further, which yeah. you know, we might well do. Thanks to James Cameron going deeper than anyone's Thank ever you, gone. James Thank you, James <laughs> Cameron. Not only do you make, Excellent blockbusters, but you explore the Mariana Trench like no one else before. <laughs> Marinara oh, Trench. Marinara Trench. <laughs> um, so I love this kind of podcast. This is yeah. if I could listen to only one kind of podcast forevermore, 
it would probably be a podcast like this. One of my favorite books growing up. I'm going to reveal just how much of a nerd I was and still am. In primary school and early high school, one of my favorite books was called The End of Science, which was a science journalist going around interviewing people from various uh science sections like physics and biology etc and discussing with them what would put an end to their studies like what is the end point for physics what is the end point for biology donald trump (laughs) (laughs) and this podcast reminds me so much of that because it goes from where the the science began through where it is now through to where it could go. So this would get you yeah. right in the nostalgia fields, wouldn't it? It does, yeah. And I only, it kind of only clicked with me the connection to that book last week. Mm. And I was like, oh, I should bring that up That's when why, I talk about yeah. it. You mentioned science journalists and it reminds me of, you know the story behind the God particle that yes. Higgs boson as to why yep. it's called the God particle? Because the science journalist who was interviewing the scientist at the time what did the scientist say? He's like, he said, I've been looking for that goddamn particle for like 20 <laughs> years or 30 years. And in the, in the column he wrote like God asterisk, yeah, asterisk, yeah. asterisk particle. And so everyone just started calling it the God particle afterwards. <laughs> oh, God. Really had nothing to do with. They have previously we retconned the meaning. in all of the papers. Yeah, it's weird it that they the, beat We couldn't say damn. shit and fuck or the C word. Which one? Cool. <laughs> you could say cock. Yeah, we could say cock. We couldn't say crack. cunt. Crack. <laughs> yeah, we could say crack. Cracker. Yes, definitely. People eat those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, what did you think, Liz? Hated it. No, I'm kidding. I loved it. Um, I, I just wanted I'm to wait, see your I'm little waiting. face. I just wanted to see your little face fall when I told I am, you that I'm I hated waiting it. for that reaction from someone because I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Yeah, and I'm sure that. Not everyone will like yeah. all of them. Well, and I've had to kind of have a look at the recommendations because some things I haven't put up because I've gone, oh, no, the boys won't like that. And then I'm like, fuck it, Liz, you're not doing it for those two. You're doing <laughs> exactly. it for the world. Anyway, my notes here say, holy fucking shit, why have you given me the one about robots being creative? That's my greatest fear, you jerk. Oh, did you um, give her? I gave her Portrait of the Artist as an Algorithm. Right. And it's all about what DARPA. is art mm. and can a computer mm. make art? So the very first um, little flash forward where they go into the future and do the little skit at the start is a robot talking about a um, robot-only art gallery. So only stuff that's been created by non-humans mm. can be put in that gallery. And then they talk about the fact that like uh, – like robots basically are, like have been creating creative material way friggin' earlier than I thought yeah. they had, which scared the crap out of me because when everyone's like, ooh, robot's going to take my jobs, and I'm like, no robot can be creative. Come on, I'm always <laughs> going to have a job. But it's really scary. They're having like all these, um, you know, robots putting out what pe- some people term art and what some people go, well, no, human program that, therefore it's not creating mm. anything the human hasn't told it to do, even if it has been given some kind of autonomous programming to just do its own thing. And then everyone's like, well, they had what they had this lady, the robot program to play a piano and. Yep. And, and to create its own. And to create the own and melody. Yep. And they're like, okay, well, is, then is that robot creating the art? Mm. And then it spiraled my brain off because my journalist brain went, holy crap, who owns the intellectual property for that? Um, <laughs> and so. 
yeah, it scared the crap out of me. It reminds me of that scene from Detroit, Become Human, that's now been memified. I don't know if either of you guys are familiar with Mm-mm. that. It's a video game, but it's more like a sort of choose-your-own-adventure narrative kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's mm. not. It's more theatrical than it is gameplay-heavy. Yeah. Where a well, robot is creating art for the first time, and then it's just been turned into... Memes of Sonic making out with Mario. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, art. <laughs> of course. Are memes art, everybody, are they? I don't know. And so, yeah, so this, I gave you this one because it is philosophical more than yeah. technological. Yeah, and it like clutches at the very heart of what I do. Mm. Um, I also really liked how they do that little theatrical intro where they where they go into the future to see like the nth degree of where they could go with this and what our society could be like because there's and and I'll probably talk about it in upcoming episodes no doubt but it shits me when people ramble into a podcast because I just it's just you can't get going and so when they kind of jump straight into this we're going to take you here here's the world let me explain it to you and yeah. then they go and talk about the theory behind it I was like well I'm automatically in I want um, to know what was going on. And there. I listened to the Universal Basic Income one as well because I'm very interested in that topic um, as a general rule. And yeah, I thought the the people that they got on to talk about it expert wise knew what they were doing. They kept it interesting, informative, whilst not you know like they didn't bash you over the head with facts and figures, but it was just like a little here's a Twilight Zoney snippet yeah. of <laughs> of life if this keeps happening or if we do this or do that. And yeah, loved it. Yeah, I'm into it. I um, don't know if I will be subscribing <sighs> per se, but I definitely want you to send me some more episodes that you think I might. We need sure. to have a competition. The first one of us who suggests something that Patrick who subscribes gets Patrick to. Patrick subscribes to something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe there'll be some. Fight for my love, he says. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we talk about Patrick's recommendation? Sure. Go right ahead. It was, uh, yeah, Waking Up with Sam Harris. Waking Up slash Making oh, Sense. I keep referring, I've been listening to Waking Up for so long. As I'm not accustomed to it calling it Making Sense. we are recording while I was listening to it. Yeah. Like I, I, I looked it up as Waking Up with Sam Harris and then the next day it was called Making Sense and I'm mm. like, when did I listen to that? What is that? Um, I had a hard time getting into this one. It's the first one that you've suggested that I've gone, oof, it was tough. Um. I think it was it was that long kind of intro thing that that kind of caught me off because he spent about 10 15 minutes at the start talking about like how he makes the podcast and what he cuts oh, out of I the podcast. I think I forgot to mention to you guys that you should skip that little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, you did. You did. Because <laughs> he has this, yeah, he has this uh, canned seven-minute thing where he talks about why you should donate to Patreon. <sighs> and I skip it, so I didn't even think about that. No, it was so – and I was just like, I don't, I don't want to hear about what you cut out. I'm here to listen to what you yeah. kept in. So because I didn't know to not listen to that, it it had already put me on the wrong the foot from the time. start. So if you guys want to listen to it, skip seven minutes ahead because yeah, yeah. blah. Um, I quite um, what was her name? Dia Khan, mm-hmm. the filmmaker. I quite enjoyed. Well, it's hard to say enjoyed because she's talking about some pretty horrific yeah. things. So she's a um, a filmmaker who's a Muslim woman who's made a couple of films. The one that I was most fascinated with was the one on um, white supremacy. Yeah. Um, that was crazy. Was it, what was it called? White Rice? Something like that. Um, uh, notes here and that's the first time. So she talked a little bit about the other one, but when she started talking about 
that film, that's when I perked up and went, oh, I'm, I'm in, you know. And I think that's because she swapped from talking about theoretical stuff to her personal experience. Um, and so she was talking about how she was meant to just interview someone for an hour and they ended up taking a nine-hour car drive to go to a white supremacist rally, in, a Muslim woman yeah, in the middle of a white supremacist. terrifying? Holy <laughs> hell. Like, and then they were talking about how she was meant to go to this party with them afterwards and, and the guy who was taking her had cleared it and she wanted to, you know, really make sure that she wasn't prejudiced and she was representing their, their views as well as her own and it wasn't like a hate video or anything. But she's just like surrounded by all these people who are like, why are you here? Throwing shit at her, jostling mm. her. Like, and, and it's that stuff that I found really interesting. But then when they were talking about the, because I don't find Sam Harris engaging as a. No, he's a Vulcan. He's, he's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and for me, if the host is not at least, oh, see, it's hard to say because the case file host is also very dry, but, and I love that show, but I've, I found. But he's. Sassy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's got a bit of snark in him, whereas I feel Sam Harris is a bit robot-y. I loved his guest, but for, this is it was tough for me. I, I liked that you picked good subject material for me because I, I love listening to her experiences with that. Um, yeah, sorry, I totally forgot about the canned thing. I yeah, that. it was long. Mm. Um, and also, look, and, and I've written a note here, like I don't know if it's just my brain at the moment and it could very well be, but I, it's that time of the year, like we're still in January. I've, I don't know what day it is until February. And so having to, like I, I had to continually go back because I just tuned out and, and missed things and I just, yeah, so good guest and I'd be interested in hearing any other wonderful guests that yeah, he I'll has, but... I feel like my not connecting with him would interfere with me really getting into this particular one. Now, as soon as I was about 15 minutes into this, I was like, of course this is a Patrick podcast. <laughs> yeah, this you is, know. This you is know. Dan Carlin cross tangentially speaking. This is like a perfect marriage of the two. It's like a Venn diagram <coughs> of Patrick's interests. Um, now, I you recommended for me episode 78, Persuasion and Compromise. No, Did it was uh, Zainep. Trefecki? Trefecci? Episode 78, Persuasion and Control? I feel like I was meant to <laughs> recommend <laughs> the one with Tristan Harris, but sure. Well, I listened to this one. It's all about kind of social media. Um, uh, so in, uh, I will, I'll read you the... In this episode of the Waking Up podcast, Sam Harris speaks with Zainab Trefecki about surveillance capitalism, the Trump campaign's use of Facebook, AI-enabled marketing, the health of the press, WikiLeaks, ransomware attacks, and other topics. Well, that's great because it seems like something you might be interested in anyway. It, it is. It also Pat. sounded similar to what you said yeah, you were no, recommending Tristan Harris is different. But, this is um, what happens when you don't fill out the episode plan spreadsheet properly. <laughs> uh, I told you. I did it on the other thing. and It's a thing, Technology everyone. Is hard, it's a thing. And that's what this podcast is about. That's why you should about. listen to the Tristan Harris one. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting. Okay, And cool. I, unlike Liz, I don't mind Sam Harris's delivery. Um, the episodes are... Long. Long. Mm -hmm. I'm all about but long episodes. Again, when you're in the headspace yes. and ready for something like that, and I was which not. I was because I saw how long it was and I was like, okay, 
I saw how and long it was and when you guys go this start is doing a Patrick. what I do and listen to it 1.7 times the usual <laughs> speed so you can just bah, mainline it into your head. Um, no. <laughs> sure. Maybe Sam Harris might be a little more animated if I did that. Yeah, actually that was Probably. one of the, Yeah, I almost can't. What happened the other day? I was listening to either him or Chris Ryan and I'd somehow I got a text message and then because it was in my pocket as I was writing it, my phone started doing all these weird things and it slowed it back down to normal time and I felt like I'd just been <laughs> I felt like I'd gone into slow motion. I'm like, I'm so not used to people talking at regular pace <laughs> in podcasts anymore. It's like just get on with it. Oh, Especially God, Sam Harris. I'm like, yeah, I have to turn him way up. So again, I found this podcast challenging both in a personal ideological way but also in a uh, emotional response way. Like depending on the topic, like this particular topic just made me angry. I was really angry. But not at the podcast, just at the 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 information that it was presenting (laughs) me. Uh, So I, I, I have subscribed to it. Um, but I think this is this is definitely one that I'm going to wait for a day where I know that I'm in a headspace yeah. that I can. That's how I feel it. about Congressional Dish. I will skip so much Congressional Dish because I know it's just going to make me upset. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and then when I'm angry, I'll listen like four in a row. Hate listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think this. I think this so far is a is the. Oh, maybe tangentially speaking is is a really good representation of your taste. Yeah, Patrick. probably more because mm. it's more tangential. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much as soon as I see anything. Like if you were to give me a list of Sex, podcasts and science, not tell me who it was, politics, I could pick yours. I could pick yours in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Anything over an hour, it's Patrick's. I actually don't know that I have anything that I listen to that's yeah, less than an hour. Castology, maybe? Yeah, that. That's it. <laughs> well, Patrick, what did you think about This Is Love? Uh, I really enjoyed This Is Love. I listened to three in a row so I could get the full, you know, about hours worth that I'm accustomed to in. Mm. Um, I didn't realize it was because uh, um, I'd forgotten that it was Phoebe Judge because mm. I was just going through all this stuff um, earlier today. And then I was like, oh, that's right. It's Phoebe Judge. And I really liked it. Um, this is crime and this is so much nicer as you yeah. put it. Uh, so I listened to, I think, episodes five, six and eight. So I had uh, the woman who was born blind. Yes. Whose husband then became blind. That oh. was that was very touching. Yes. I loved that one yes. the most. It was, it was really sweet and warm. And then I also listened to the one that you mentioned on the last episode about the two uh, older homosexual gentlemen who... Episode one, five. One adopted, yeah, yeah, the other one. So you listened to that one as well, did you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do we basically listen to I the same I don't think things? I assigned yeah. for this one. I just said here are yeah, my favourites. Yeah, you gave us Your favourites, five, yeah. six, seven, eight and two. So I listened yeah. to five, Yeah, six, I listened seven, to that one. That was, that was really interesting as well. I'm, I'm fascinated in, in those sorts of court cases. I might recommend something later on that's affiliated with what I'm going to recommend to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love any kind of tricky legal, you know. Tricky legal stuff is I think that's half the reason why I like true crime is because legal stuff gets very tricky around that. But just any kind of legal anything. And then the other one that I listened to, I'd heard about this story, but I hadn't looked into it too much and it relates to the future 
podcast that we just discussed the the Flash woman the, the woman robot. who's um yeah she's recreated her partner um as an AI. Yes, that blew my mind. And like, (laughs) especially when she's talking to the robot, and she's like, "So, are you this person?" She's like, "Well, no, I'm not that person." But I I feel these feelings, and I don't know. It's hard to explain. I'm like, "God, what have we done?" I know. What do we do? (laughs) Skynet, everybody. Skynet. Uh, You should watch a movie called Marjorie Prime, based on a play. I think it's about that exact same thing. Someone's putting on that in Brisbane. People who are mourning, uh, basically re get a robot. That's that Black, a Mirror Black Mirror episode where they So Marjorie Prime is a is a film uh but so the a woman's mother is has dementia and can't remember that her husband has passed mm. and so they get a robot to play a younger play her husband as she remembers him as a 40 Yeah, year old I literally read today that someone yeah. in Brisbane is putting oh, that on um as a show. It's but yeah, good. the the, Hot topic. the the Black Mirror one was this woman's partners die and they yes, scan yeah. all the social media yeah, to create yeah. a person who will like chat to you and then it progresses to phone calls and then you can order the creepy yeah, ass robot. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. The, my, my impression of, of This Is Love is that this is a happy snack of a podcast. Yes. yes. Like it is. It just, if you're yeah. feeling a bit crap, it'll either, it'll make you feel yeah. something. Like it, sometimes well, it's it is, not always it is, happy. It's usually a nice feeling. Yeah. Even the AI one, like it's weird. Yeah, but interesting, but it's, you know, and it's not it's offensive. And there's one I don't know. You probably wouldn't have listened to it because it wasn't one of the ones that I recommended. But there's even one where this girl was swimming, and all of a sudden, everyone was like pointing. She's swimming in the ocean. This massive whale swimming underneath her. It was a baby whale that had lost its mum, and Aww. so it's about how she had to keep swimming with it for hours and hours and hours and hours until they found the mum. That's lovely. Like that is it's it's just it's just if you're feeling a bit shit and people are being dicks. Chuck yeah. on This Is Love and you this was This was the perfect uh, countermeasure to uh, making sense of Sam Harris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm very Good. glad I listened to them in that order. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, that's our, that's our reviews. Do we want to get into our recommendations? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> says, says Patrick, who's oh, right, running I'm the. I'm still end. leading this thing. <laughs> no, I was just looking into what I've uh, what I've uh, recommended uh, for you people. Uh, I've recommended Radio Lab, which um, is, I think, quite similar to what. Uh, keep remind me of what what it's called. Future flash forward. Flash forward. Yeah. Um, it's not always science focused though, but yeah, like you'll learn little stories from history that you didn't know, you know, it's yeah, just uncovering yeah. interesting human stories. There, there's, there are a couple of uh, scientifically focused episodes. Um, there's a one on CRISPR, which I haven't recommended for either of you, but I'll recommend for you now if you want to listen to it, you know, later on. But the ones that I have uh, recommended for you guys are Unerased for Zane. Um Ooh. I don't even want to really say what it's about. I'll let you know. I mean, I've heard that it, like it's it's a like a companion piece to Boy Erased, the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, sure. Like I have heard about it, right? You're not the first person to bring up Radio Lab to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sure. Yeah, no, I'm sure. <laughs> it is. It is very popular. Zane knows everything. Haven't you heard? I'm very yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, Radio Lab. I um I enjoy quite a bit. They're, they're just very well produced, well executed, and always very compelling. Um, so it's so it's like flash forward in the storytelling sense, or in the 
just in the, I guess, in the sense that you will learn things about history that, you know, it's just uncover. It's a lot of it is uncovering stories. So it's kind of like feature articles yeah, in podcast form. That kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, cool. About um, like topical topics? It it ranges. I mean, it really depends on – they actually did an episode um, where they, they, they talked about how they're going to produce an episode and they just – it's almost like they threw darts against a wall. Like, <laughs> right, so this, what, you're going to have a story. It's got to be about bears, or it's got to be about this, or it's got to be about that. And then they, that's how the, we the should reporters organize all went off and they did their thing, and someone was able to incorporate all the elements. Um, but yeah, it's just literally um, whatever. The, the first time I heard about Stephen Avery was on Radio Lab, uh, and this was before I think Making a Murderer came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd when I was watching news, Making a Murderer, yeah. I was like, oh, I feel like I've heard this before, and it was yeah because Radio Lab had reported on it. Um, and then the one I've recommended for you, Liz, is uh, Post No Evil. Yeah, Which I um, believe is about the people that have to curate social media. You believe it's about? Have you not listened to it? Yes, I have. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember that's the one. Yes. Um, so people who basically monitor Facebook images and I think Twitter, I think they focus more on um, these people who are, Moderators. They, 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 yeah, moderating like what people post to Facebook and what gets flagged as offensive and you can imagine that they have to uh, deal with some pretty graphic content. Oh, I can imagine considering Which the amount of stuff of the that I've reported. that I recommended it for you, Miss Crime Aficionado. <laughs> oh, the number of times I've reported something that's truly horrific and Facebook's gone, nope, it's all good. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I remember back in the days Brock Turner, the whole Brock Turner thing and how his family made. Brock Turner Turner was the rapist, convicted rapist, so I can say that, who got three months jail. The unconscious girl next to a And the guys came by. And he was such a good swimmer. He had, you wrecked his, she wrecked his swimming career. Yep. That that unconscious girl. But then some awesome, awesome university lecturer put a photo of him in a textbook about it. And so now he is literally the textbook definition of rapist. Yeah, no, so I remember seeing his His face family made a Facebook page um, <gasps> in support of him and basically defaming this girl. Oh. And so I, like, I reported it and they were like, mm, no, it seems to be fine. And so I reported it again and they're like, mm, no, it seems to be fine. <laughs> reported it again and then... I, I think I only did it three times, but then six months later I get the notice going, this page that you reported has been turned uh, taken because down. Because it hit the news mm, yeah. and they copped flack for it. Yeah. But that's but yeah, that a tangent. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you'll find out how those sorts of things happen. Interesting. Um, so this week I'm recommending, this is for everybody who has been living under a rock for <laughs> A number of years and I wasn't going to actually put this on my list even though it's probably one of the podcasts that really sucked me into the true crime thing. But then Pat said that he hadn't listened to it before and then I thought, well, maybe someone else in the world is also living under a rock. And, and needs sure a recommendation. And needs a recommendation. And look, it. also needs a nudge because I know a lot of people who have gone, oh, I've been meaning to listen to Serial, ladies and gentlemen. So Serial... Um, is a podcast. It's investigative journalism. It's hosted by Sarah Koenig um, and it is known for the fact that it was number one on the iTunes chart before it was ever released. Um, So it's won Peabody Awards. It's been downloaded over 340 million times. 
Um, they for a lot of people, this was their introduction to podcasts. Exactly. So many people I know, like it was probably my second podcast. I think after my favorite murder, everyone was like serial, serial. So I got into it, and we've kind of done things a little bit backwards because this is pretty much the podcast that a very fatal murder is taking the piss out of. Like it's exactly this type of podcast. Um, so the fir- it's got three seasons. The first one is about the murder of a young girl who was eighteen called. Um, hey Min Lee, I think, and um, the fact that her then on again off, off off again boyfriend Adnan Sayed was arrested for the murder, um, and it's still very controversial, even though he's in jail for it, as to whether he did or not, because there's so much evidence that came forward that he couldn't have been where they said he was, and blah blah blah, and you know. I think the thing that I personally enjoyed most about this podcast is that it had a very bingeable quality to it because it would always finish on a cliffhanger question that made you go, holy shit. Like, like a very perfect murder. Yeah, <laughs> a very <laughs> fatal murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so like they always make sure that they, you know, reveal something shocking. And I liked the twists and turns. I liked the way that the story um, – and it's created as a narrative. They don't just present facts. The way that it's put all back together again is a really kind of nice, oh, I was going to say Hollywood-esque, but, you know, it, it, it knows when to twist and turn. It knows when to withhold information and when to give you more. Um, and the second season, which I haven't made you guys listen to, but it's about a soldier called Bo Bergdahl who um, uh, was kept by the Taliban for five years but there's a whole bunch of people who think that he deserved it because he's a filthy deserter. And so it's all like it's it's he's and I personally think he's mentally unwell, very much so. And but anyway, it's fascinating. Um, haven't listened to the third season yet because you guys have flooded me with other stuff I need to listen to. But this is true. Um so yeah, for anyone who's been umming and ahhing about whether they should listen to Serial or has someone who's been poking them going, oh my God, you should totally listen to Serial, do it, it's amazing, go back and do it. If you somehow missed it, go back and listen along with us and tell us what you thought of it next week. It is a cultural touchstone, if nothing else. It is, it is. If you want to be part of the water cooler conversation from five years ago, <laughs> get onto this podcast. I oh guess, God. and I pretty much said start some, from the start. Some, some poor soul, yeah, at work going up to. A, How about that cereal? Cooler. And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I basically there's no one episode to recommend because, as the name suggests, it is a cereal. So one follows on from the other. Yeah. So I said to the boys, "Start with one episode and continue on if you wish." Yeah, great. I suppose I should close this out now as well. I still have a recommendation. So maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't get one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do have a recommendation. It is another very small uh, Brisbane-based podcast called Ain't It Rich. Yeah, Brisbane. Uh, So it is made by a comedian and friends with comedian guests and they are a history-based podcast uh, that has a very uh, clear political agenda. Uh, they like to say that they're taking taking uh, capitalism down by podcasting. <laughs> That's totally going to happen from Brisbane. <laughs> well, you basically the idea we is... We are from Brisbane, so I'm not shitting on Brisbane, <laughs> by the way. The idea is that they take a rich person and they examine their lives and everything that they do 
did to get where they were, be that good or bad. Uh, so November, I know that they they have a feel-good November month, so they only focus on people that oh, kind of bless. did good things with, with money and what have you. One month out of 12. <laughs> one, one. One month, yeah. <laughs> People are uh, jerks, so everyone. Who are the good people? Who are the well? You'll have to listen. I yeah. I will. <laughs> uh, you can go job. back through their their, their back catalogue. Uh, so the hosts are Mickey Flykick. Is that his real name? That I I don't believe it's his real I name. Imagine. I believe Mickey it's Flykick. his stage name because yeah, he's yeah. a stand up. Right. Uh, and Arya Salan. Uh, so she is a history and political science major, and he is a comedian. Uh, so that's their qualifications, mm-hmm. uh, but they do that do quite a bit of research for it. Um, How did so you find I, this one? I was looking for Brisbane podcasts, and I came across Aww. this one, and I listened to it, and I liked it. So I've been listening to it ever since. So probably been listening to it for about four or five months now. Oh, nice! Yeah. It's a uh, it's very similar in content to a podcast that I will probably recommend somewhere down the track called The Dollop. Uh, but oh, that's yes. Ah, yes. American history podcasts. Uh, uh, Listen uh, to one episode of the doll. <laughs> Again, hit and miss. Uh, but yeah, uh, ain't it rich? Uh, and ain't it everyone? Ain't it just? <laughs> yeah. So go give it a listen and we will review it Did you it give us week. specific episodes? I did give you specific episodes. And why? Uh, I gave you, Liz, the Harlem Globetrotters with Nick Carr mm-hmm. because I think that that is a very juicy episode Okay, uh, with a lot to talk about. This is my Does you Nick gave Carr me sports. Have red hair? Perhaps. <laughs> I only heard his voice. Mm. Yeah. So I, I feel like I might have seen a Brisbane-based stand-up called Nick you Carr. You Probably may yeah. have. Uh, being involved in the art scenes, you probably will know a couple of the the comedians that they get on. Yeah. Uh, this is my you gave me a sports thing and I'm sceptical face. It's not. The Harlem Globetrotters <laughs> are not sports. <laughs> They're sports performance, if anything. Do they play with a the ball? Then they are sports. <laughs> you don't know what the Harlem Globetrotters are at all? Yes, I know what the Harlem Globetrotters are. <laughs> Jesus. And Pat, I gave you episode sixty-three, private schools with Sam Bowden and David Woodhead, mm-hmm. because again, that's an angry-making episode, right? Yeah. And Patrick's our angry-making mascot. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to elicit the same emotional response in Patrick that his podcast elicited in me. <laughs> I don't know if it'll happen. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Will we can he only subscribe? See. Who I'm knows? <laughs> no, I'm not. I wish I was sometimes. You cry too much for Vulcan. It's I do. True. Doesn't Spock <laughs> cry? Maybe once. Yeah. Like but he's half human. Oh, pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, round okay. us out, yeah, Patrick. Great. Well, those are our recommendations. Uh, feel free to recommend us your own recommendations. And you can do that at our Facebook page, our Instagram thing. I don't have Instagram. <laughs> no, you don't. Is it we Instagram found that account? This Instagram, Instagram account page. Yeah. Twitter? Twitter? I don't have that either. Um, but we do. I'm a Luddite. <laughs> uh, also the website, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. Um, I think that's just about everything. That's just about everything. Well let's, let's done. Wrap it up. You did it. Congratulations. You did it. Thank Patrick. you guys You're now so a real much. podcaster. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I've Virtually been Patrick Shearer. <laughs> you have been. Zancy Weber. And you have been. Is best. And we'll see you next week. We will. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Watch your favorite TV show. Watch your favorite movie. Do you think The Godfather is overrated? Then you've tuned into the right place. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Chanstar. And we're the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. In-depth discussions on movies and TV, there's interviews, commentaries, and more top 10 lists than you can imagine. It's all available at the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers, available wherever you get your podcasts, also available at thatsnotcanonproductions.com. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.